Welcome to the Management Minute with Dr. Donita Brown, where we sit down with business leaders to gain valuable insights and advice on how to navigate the world of management. Whether you're a seasoned manager or just starting out, this podcast is for you. I'm Donita Brown, a professor in the College of Business at Lipscomb University. I'm also an author, speaker, and habit coach. For almost 20 years, I worked in corporate America and managed teams of two to 102. Welcome to this week's episode. This week's guest is Stuart Cooper. Stuart, thanks for being here. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks All right. for having me. Well, let's just dive into your one-sentence bio. I have about 25 years in business development. About 10 of that has been in IT, and the past 10 years or so in Nashville. And so I worked with a company. I helped grow a company called Claris Networks, which became the number one healthcare managed service provider globally in the healthcare space. Then we got acquired by TechLinks, and then I helped us broker an acquisition where we bought a company called Guidant Partners, and then we got scooped up by Seaspire. And now I'm at Provisions Group. My marketing team told me to say that three times. So <laughs> Provisions Group, Provisions Group, Provisions Group. It is a wonderful company based in downtown Franklin. And we basically have a couple hundred people that, that work there now. We're in healthcare IT, your background, work with companies like HCA and the really large and small ones. So the last 10 years have been, I feel like I've been on a treadmill of activity and change. Four kids, my wife and I have been married for 24 years this July, and I'm still in love with her. And uh, just wonderful family, kids, uh, just glad to be here. How was that? Was that short? Well, it definitely wasn't a one sentence bio, but few people can <laughs> yeah, actually do it. So yeah, I think I, I could. <laughs> I think that was a great. That was a great bio. Awesome, thanks. Well, let's get to the questions. You ready for question number one? Yes. All right. Yep. How do your values impact your management philosophy? So I'm I'm a Christian. I became a Christian at 18 years old as a freshman at UTK, and I'm 46. So 28 years of, of walking with the Lord. And so I've been, you know, reading the Bible during that time, listening to the Bible, reading the Bible, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, things like that is going to fuel my values. And actually, this is really cool. Our team, our sales team just started doing this every, the provisions group sales team, every single morning when we meet, we meet Monday through Thursday, we, we read a chapter of scripture Wow. And so, isn't that awesome? That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm sitting there going, I took a video of it the first time it happened and you know, snapped some pictures. And I'm just like, Lord, how, how in the world am I at this company? I just don't deserve it. I'm so grateful to be here. But Chad Nikhazy, who leads our team, does that. So every single morning, we went through Matthew 6 this morning. And when your sales team is reading about not being anxious. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's helpful, you know. And so the Bible is going to cultivate and help my values. And so I'm super grateful that Provisions Group is doing that right now. And then we also do a prayer meeting on Friday mornings. That sounds like a pretty special company because that's not something that you hear about yeah. often. In fact, I worked it's in- amazing. It, it really it's is. Amazing. I, I worked in corporate IT for 20 years and coming to Lipscomb has been so refreshing. And I've often thought in the back of my head, I don't think I could ever leave Lipscomb. Like yeah. I love being able to pray with my coworkers and yeah. talk about the Bible. I mean, it's just been such a special thing. It's really encouraging to hear yeah. that you work, that Provisions Group is also reading the Bible and you have a prayer meeting. That's fabulous. Yeah. It's, um, I pinch myself a lot yeah, right it's now. Great. Yeah. I'm thankful. Right. Ready for question number two? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Who or what has had the most impact on your management style? Probably people I've worked for that okay. I've learned from. 
So I'm going to mention my dad. So Larry Cooper and Dan McNamara and Dave Saygraves. Those are three people that kind of pop out at me immediately. And I've worked for a lot of people. So dad was, my dad grew up dirt poor on a farm in Indiana and his family were sharecroppers. So he wasn't just poor. <laughs> like they were, they were very poor. I think if you look at the the median income of his hometown right now, it's still like around 20,000 or something like mm. that. And this is, you know, decades later, but dad was very rich in like common sense mm. and with dealing with people and just kindness and, and empathy and different things like that. And so what I learned from him, I got a chance to work with him several times when he got into his career and got into sales, he started a business and he started hiring family members. Mm. So I worked for dad at one point. What I loved about him is he was always very respectful to me, even in my early 20s. Mm. And he listened to me. He thought I was credible. He he liked getting advice from me and that type of thing. I really appreciated that. So I try to emulate that if I'm ever in a leadership role and I've got people reporting to me. So that's one with dad. Dan McNamara at CentOS is CentOS a Fortune 500 company. You probably washed your hands today mm-hmm. with their soap. Like you step on their floor mats everywhere. They have uniforms, the largest uniform rental company in the, maybe in the world, definitely in the country. Their stock trades higher than Apple. They've been listed as one of the most respected companies on Wall Street for decades. And so I had an opportunity to work there and I learned a lot from them. They have a Spartan-like attitude toward finances. Mm. That's one one thing. And there's a bunch of other things, but they have great people who work there. So Dan McNamara was this guy who is from Boston and he led our team in Knoxville. I just learned a lot from him. Like speed trumps perfection is probably mm. one thing that I picked up from him. I would sit in front of an email and try to craft like the most perfect email and that type of thing. He would just come over and say, Coop, nobody cares about this. Like, <laughs> like he'd call me Coop because my last name's Cooper. Yeah, just get it done. Like it's an internal email. I promise you nobody's going to read it. Just <laughs> send the email. Like just get it done. Speed trumps perfection, you know. Huh. Dave Sagraves is the last one. He's one of the early founders of, of Claris Networks. And he was just very, very encouraging. And so mm-hmm. he's also like one of the best sales business development guys I've ever been around. Hmm. He would just call things like it is. If you think it, say it. So he, he in the middle of a meeting with a C-level person, he would, he would say, hey, I get the feeling that you are very difficult to work with and for. Are you going to be terrible to your vendors? Like I... Like, I, I don't know if I want to do business with you. Like He would just call it out He'd just immediately, right when he sees it. And uh, I don't know. I just learned a lot from him. So those are three very different lessons. Your yeah. dad your dad listened to you. Yeah. Your your boss at CentOS said speed over quality, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just get it done. Yeah. And then calling it as you see it with the third. Yeah. With the third person. That's yeah. great. Before we get to the next question, let's pause for a quick message about Lipscomb University's College of Business. Getting your MBA is a big step, an exciting step, and possibly a scary one. With so many paths at your doorstep, why do you want to get your MBA? Statistics show that the most common answer is an increase in salary or lifetime earnings. But at Lipscomb, we believe that getting an MBA opens an entire world of opportunities opportunities that can change your life or even the world. Working in business isn't just about numbers and a corporate paycheck. It supports families, creates jobs, 
steers the economy, and gives back to the community. That's because we believe the real power of business is its ability to make a difference, drive outcomes, and provide realities that were once just a dream. Not just for you, but also for those you touch. You can see it in our core values, but more importantly, you can see it in our daily interactions. From the professors you'll learn from to the students you'll learn with, it draws similar-minded companies to us and helps our students build meaningful networks that exponentially empower them well after their time here. Learn more and apply at lipscomb.edu forward slash business. All right, let's move to question number three. Okay. What book has made the biggest impact on you? I like to think that what whatever you're reading at the time is. Okay. So I'm currently, because there's a bunch of them. So this is, I love Good to Great. Jim, mm. Jim Collins is an mm-hmm. awesome book. I love reading uh, biography and history. Mm-hmm. And so I like audioing books. I was reading one right before coming over here because our sales team is going through a book called Sales EQ, mm. which is like EQ obviously emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And so Jeb Blunt is tying together the idea of emotional intelligence with, with sales and mm-hmm. how to go about the sales process from an emotionally intelligent angle. It's, it's an awesome book. So I'm currently, Sounds that's fascinating. currently my favorite book because okay. I'm currently reading it. Yeah, know? no, I like but that. I like Deep Work by Cal Newport. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one. made me change a lot of things. Yeah, that's a great book. But I, one year I'd finished 43 books. Like, and so mm-hmm. I was trying to do a book a week. And uh, I was traveling a lot, and so I could audio some of them. I think audio is finishing a book, too. But there's a great book right now, Chris Kelso, Overcoming Imposter. You should mm-hmm. have him on here, but he uh, he's a Nashville guy, great, great guy, good friend of mine. He just wrote that. And there's a bunch of, there's several other books, but whatever I'm currently reading, I think is what's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for my favorite part of the podcast? Yeah. What's your favorite part? Okay. So it's 60 seconds of rapid fire questions. Okay. Your job is to make me run out of questions. All right. I so like don't that. overthink it. You get one pass. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who is your best friend? Uh, Andy Bennett. Describe your style in one word. Hmm. Pathetic. What were you afraid of as a child? Heights. One subject you would like to learn more about? The world travel. What's a good spy code name for yourself? <laughs> um, Dasher. I don't know. <laughs> what do you collect? <laughs> what do I collect? Yes. Uh, books. What's your favorite vacation? Ooh. Uh, we climbed the pyramids of Egypt, oh. uh, my, which I was not supposed to do. So my, I got in trouble for that. And uh, armed guards with with um, uh, AK-47s told me and Tyson, my older brother, to get down. So I only climbed up three steps, but that was probably my favorite. What was your major in college? Uh, speech communications as an undergrad. I went back 10 years later and did... Um, uh, whoa, I'm hearing the music. <laughs> that was 60 <laughs> seconds. MBA. I've got an MBA. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah, 60 seconds goes by so it does. fast. Yeah, yeah, that was quick. All right, parting advice for managers. You get to give your <sighs> best advice for a manager. What would you tell them? Hire the best people you can possibly hire and then give them the tools that they need to succeed and get out of their way. Trust your people. 
you, I think it was Bezos or somebody that said, mm-hmm. we, we don't hire people so that we can tell them what to do. We hire the right people so they can tell us what to do. Yeah. And so just trust, trust your people. And on the flip side, if you're working for somebody who's currently doing that for you, give them a big bear hug and uh, stay there. Yeah, you know? that's right. I tell my students in management class I teach here at Lipscomb, you need a bad manager so you can really, yeah. um, really yeah. appreciate those great managers. Yeah. Stuart, thanks for being a guest this week. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Management Minute. We hope you enjoyed this week's interview. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend or colleague. If you have suggestions for a future guest, please send me their contact information to donita.brown at lipscomb.edu. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank you. This podcast is powered by the College of Business Content Creation Studio at Lipscomb University.